So there seems to be something in the air lately or seasonal, I don't know, but there has been a huge theme in my office with clients um, of all ages, really. And then also, I'm not going to lie, I've been kind of feeling it too, of experiencing low motivation um, and just kind of feeling blue or down. For some of my clients, it's much more extreme. um, So something we would call a depressive episode. And so I, you know, was sitting with probably like my fifth client of the day that was reporting and expressing the same things that the other four were that day. And I went through the normal therapeutic stuff to ask questions and, you know, let's see if we can find some purpose in your life that maybe could be new and feel good and fulfilling for you. Or let's figure out, you know, how to cope through what I call an emotional hurricane, which I'm sure you've heard me talk about before. But then it dawned on me. I had one client who was really, really low and was kept saying things like, well, I should be doing my schoolwork and I should be going to work and I should be on top of it and I should be able to handle all this. What's wrong with me? And that really, that word really, really stuck out to me, should. (sighs) What is should? (laughs) And why do we measure it so much on societal expectations, right? Rather than what we feel we should be doing. So we had this great, we ended up having this great conversation about the word should. And it got me thinking, When we are in a low point, so I wanted to talk about this today because obviously as parents and adults, we are emotionally affected as well. Um, And you don't have to have some mental illness or psychological diagnosis to experience the ebbs and flows of emotional um, lifestyles, right? We all go up and down. That's normal and typical and natural. And actually, it's really healthy. So what I'd like to do today is talk about kind of what what we can do as adults when we're in those low areas, and then also recognizing that with our kids, give them a little mercy, and then also maybe teaching them some of this way of thinking as well. So first and foremost, everybody goes up and down with their emotions. You've heard me talk about emotional hygiene where we talk about the physical needs, your social needs, your emotional needs, and your spiritual needs. If you haven't listened to that episode, I recommend you turning this off right now and going back. Um, Hold on, let me find what episode that was that I talked about emotional hygiene. Okay, I found it. It's season one, episode 22. So the title of the episode is Achieving Emotional Balance. And I talk about you know, just understanding your own personal self-care needs um, broken down into those four categories, making the list so that you can practice them on a more routine basis. I'm a very big fan uh, and believer of emotional hygiene, um, practicing emotional self-awareness and kind of staying on top of your self-care needs, your emotional needs 
on a routine basis so that you feel emotionally content. What I think a lot of people think is that we're shooting for happiness all the time and we're not. I have to, I mean, I'm kind of the bearer of bad news when it comes to that. Like happiness is a an emotion, not a state of being. So what we want to achieve with emotional hygiene is contentment, feeling good, feeling emotionally strong, but recognizing that there's going to be some bad days or low moments and that's okay. With practicing emotional hygiene, the low moments and the bad days won't feel as intense or last as long. However, they happen, right? And it's sometimes really hard to get through them and Sometimes you think like, I've been doing so good. Like I've been on top of everything and I've balanced, I feel like I've got this balancing act figured out and then wham, something happens and it could be something unexpected and traumatic and horrible, or it could just be a bad day that throws your whole routine off, throws you off completely. It could be, um, an adjustment, some sort of transition that you're trying to get used to It could be just maybe not feeling confident about yourself physically and emotionally, and it it can just put you in a funk. Um, Or if you have it a little bit more extreme, it can put you into a depressive episode. And so how do we get through those? So I've always called them emotional hurricanes, but today I'm not looking at it the same as that. I'm looking at it a little differently, um, and that is understanding the difference between these four words so if you're taking notes this is where this would be good so the four words are can want need and should and I want to be very careful again with that word should so should needs to come from your should calendar vocabulary and understanding not should as in what does you know, my husband think I should do, or what do my friends think I should do, or what does, you know, the world think I should do, but what do I feel that I should do? So when we're in a bad place and, you know, I'm a big fan of lists, like to-do lists, um, I find that they are helpful on good days and very helpful on the bad days. So making a to-do list of the things that either you want to get done or need to get done, Um, and this is a really great way of prioritizing them, is understanding, okay, what can I do? Maybe today all you can do is take a shower, brush your teeth, and read a book. Um, And then we're going to add in, what do I want to do? Some people don't want to go take a shower. It's too much energy sometimes. Okay, I like the idea of just sticking with the shower one. So I can't, you know, I need to take a shower. So need is out there, right? Like need to take a shower because I have to go to an appointment later and I didn't shower yesterday because I was feeling sad and low. So today, you know, I can smell myself a little bit. I need to take a shower. Can I take a shower? Yes, I can take a shower. Do I want to take a shower? No, no, I don't want to take a shower. I don't have the energy for it. Uh, Should I take a shower? And that's when you need to look at your own definition of should. Should I take a shower? And a lot of times they blur together just how a lot of things do in the emotional world. And um, it becomes 
like I should take a shower because I need to. And actually that makes me want to because I know I'll feel better after I do. So I can, I should, I need, and because of all of that, it might push me to want. So this is a really great way for, you know, um, daily tasks or quote unquote simple tasks that need to get done or that you feel are important to get done. Um, This is a really great way of looking at it and figuring out how to prioritize your to-do list and also create some motivation. So what would another example be? Let's say you need to get some work done, whether no matter what your job is. Say you need to um, document information for your next trial or your next, look at me, like I think I know I'm talking about lawyers or something, Um, or your next meeting at work. Let's do that. So you need to, you know, take some notes and document some things for your next meeting at work. So today is, say today's Wednesday and your meeting is next to Monday. So you need to get this done, but do you need to get it done today? Uh, should you get it done today? Can you get it done today? And do you want to get it done today? Now, this can easily fall into the procrastination, right? Some people... Um, want to get it done so that they can relax so then it would fall into the want right or they do feel like they should because they've got a busy weekend ahead they're not going to get it done this weekend it needs to get done today or tomorrow so can I get it done and that depends on you and understanding like where you fall with that so again the can the want the need and the should So I've had my clients all week this week really dissect that and um, we've, you know, really and truly like some of my clients is just survivor, survival mode and like let's get, let's figure out what, what you can do to get through the weekend. What can you do? What do you need to do? What's on your need list? Oh, you have to go to practice or you have to, you have to go to a family dinner Saturday night Um, and then figuring out okay can you go can you make it through the two hours of the family dinner do you want to go are there people that are going to be there that you love that are supportive that are kind and will maybe distract you from your low thoughts and will be good for you what about should do you should you go should you go oh yeah because Maybe for you, you know, your 95-year-old grandma is going to be there and you haven't seen her in a month. There's that should. But again, you have to get in touch with what your should means for you. And then do you need to go? Do you need to go? You're supposed to go, right? Your parents want you to go or your your sister wants you to go. So there's some of that should. Your grandma's going to be there. There's a should. But do you need to go? So maybe it doesn't fall into the need, but can you go? Do you want to go? Should you go? What I've figured out is as long as the answer falls into at least two of those categories, then it would be helpful to follow through with that action. 
So like last week I had a client, I won't give any details, but all we focused on was the can and the want. So I said, okay, what's, what's going on this weekend? And she told me some stuff and I said, can you go? And she said, yes. I said, do you want to go? She said, yes. I said, okay, what else can you do that you also want to do? That's all we could handle for her for the next couple of days to get her through. Okay, for other people, you're going to see that they fall in all four categories and it's a no-brainer. All right, then that's a good one for us to focus on and put energy on. If it's a can, a want, a should, and a need, let's just go ahead and, and do it because that's, that's going to make you feel emotionally stronger and help find motivation to get you out of this depressive episode or funk, whatever you want to call it. I have a funny story about the word funk, but that's not for today. (laughs) I'm sure you can guess what it is. Anyways, so this is just a new little model, a new little exercise that I came up with last week or two weeks ago. I can't remember working with my clients and it's helped me in the last two weeks and it's helped a lot of my clients in the last two weeks. So I felt pulled to kind of interrupt my, what I had lined up for this this week's episode because if all not all I would say like 90% of my clients are struggling right now with some sort of emotional funk and I just think that if 90% of my clients are struggling that I'm struggling with that a little bit maybe other people are too maybe it is a seasonal thing maybe it's that time of year where things are getting stressful. I know for students, you know, they're getting close to the end, but it's not quite the end. It feels more like the middle of the school semester and they're drained and exhausted and they just want to get it over with. Um, So that's exhausting. The good news for students is that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, Thanksgiving break is right around the corner and then Christmas break is soon after that and and that's a nice little break for adults we don't usually get those kind of breaks um, from work and from parenthood and so we have to kind of figure out how to get through I know for me it's just been very very busy the last few weeks um, whether it's with my kids or at work or with other things going on and it's just gotten it's gotten a bit overwhelming and I I can't help but think that a lot of other people are feeling that too so I wanted to share that so the next time you're feeling low or going through something really hard focus on what you can do and what you want to do Um, take care of what you need to take care of and then your own definition of should if you have nowhere to go today and you took a shower yesterday and you are just you plan on staying home and getting a little bit of productivity done at home or maybe not even productivity and you feel that that all you can and want to do today is lay around you know a shower I wouldn't blame you for a shower not being on your list today it is okay give yourself a little bit of mercy a little bit of grace and focus on the cans, the wants, the needs, and the shoulds to help get you through this low season. Um, And the good news is, is that it's just a season and that it is going to perk up again. You will get yourself out of this funk. I I know you will. 
we all have strength within us. We all do. It's just that sometimes we don't feel it or we don't know where it is. And so it's up to us to kind of, you know, feel the, the low feelings for a little bit and then choose to do something about it and get ourselves out of it. Um, and, and hopefully we are able to do the cans, the wants, the needs, and the shoulds enough to where not everything in our life gets put on hold or um, kind of goes downhill or gets pushed aside to where we fall very, very behind. We want to make sure we don't fall behind with our school and with our work and with our relationships. Um, but it is okay to figure out what to prioritize and what to put energy and focus into with the cans, the wants, the needs, and the shoulds. I hope this was really helpful for some of you. I know this was a quick episode. Um, I hope you're all doing well and had a good Halloween and you're looking forward to time with family for Thanksgiving. I don't know what I cannot even believe Thanksgiving is just a couple weeks away. Like literally it's two weeks away, I think, right? That like totally threw me off. Um, So I hope you're all doing well and reach out if you have any questions or thoughts. I'd love it. One of you told me that um, you don't like the music behind my episodes and I'm so thankful you told me that because I had no idea how distracting it was and then when I went back to listen I was like dang it really is distracting. Moving forward um, I am going to take a break over the holidays over Christmas holiday and will I have a few more episodes coming out through this year but um, then there'll be a little gap and we will pick things back up at the start of 2022. Um, But I believe on my list of topics for the remainder of the year is another episode about talking with your kids about sex. Um, Anxiety in kids is on that list. Also, oh, speaking of the sex episode, so many of you reached out. I did do a quick little review of all the books that I talked about in that episode with Cheryl on my Instagram. And I believe I saved them in highlights. If I didn't, I'm going to do that today. Um, But go back to my Instagram at The Mom Therapist and you will be able to find like pretty detailed review of the books. I showed video of pictures from the book and kind of the table of contents for each of the books and what you can expect from those books. They really are really great books. Also, another thing that a friend of mine told me about was this thing called um, Turkey on the Table. Have y'all heard of that? Oh my gosh, it's the cutest thing in the world. And it's this little turkey that that you keep like in your kitchen and in a common space. You know, it's called Turkey on the Table, so I guess you're supposed to leave it on the table. And it comes with these little um, feather wing. Wait, what do turkeys have? Feathers, right? Yeah, feathers. <laughs> like the tail feathers, you know? Um, and every day as a family, you write something you're thankful for and you pin it to the little booty of your turkey. It is seriously the cutest thing. I'll probably talk about it on my Instagram this week because, I mean, this turkey has the sweetest little face. But I just think it's really cute. I really. I'm one of those people that like I get a little bit annoyed with those who every single day on Facebook feel the need to tell us what they're grateful for. I I appreciate um, the gesture and I appreciate gratitude. I love the practice of gratitude. So I appreciate other people doing it. But like 
I don't know. Sometimes it's like, okay, we get it. You're grateful. Hashtag blessed, you know, (laughs) whatever. But this is something you can do like within your own family and keep it very personalized to your family. And I just love it. And I, I really want my boys to, you know, be creative and think of the things that they are grateful for. Not just in the month of November. I think it's important for us to practice gratitude year round. That's literally been proven to um, improve sleep and overall happiness. And I I have to apologize. I don't know if you guys can hear my dog outside barking up a storm. Anyways, I'm going to sign off. I hope you're all doing well. Reach out again um, if you have any questions or thoughts or comments or feedback for me. And we will continue next time. Bye. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening and hearing me out. I know sometimes I can ramble or it can get really heavy and we talk about things that aren't so pleasant. Um, This parenting gig is no joke. So I encourage you to, I don't know, balance it with something nice. Like now put on a really fun song to sing to or go watch a Disney movie or (laughs) go hug your kid extra long. Um, And do you guys ever do that whole thing where you let your kid hug you or like they have to be the first one to pull away? I'm a very, very big fan of that, except like my kids never pull away. (laughs) I'm like, I have things to do, but I love you so much. I'm sure at some point they will be pulling away. They're still so young. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a great day. If you really are loving this stuff that I'm sharing on here, please subscribe and share with your friends because most importantly, we want other parents to get on board with a lot of the things that I'm talking about. Um, you can find more about me at my website, www.tessastucky.com, or I'm really active on Instagram at the mom therapist. I will see you guys next time.